inspiration shared through the arts. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. When can you listen to the Sister Speak Show? At 7 p.m. Central. Tune in on the go or at your residence show. Spreaker YouTube, Alexa, or SoundCloud. Interview and special guests that have been blessed and will bless us. Through spoken word and awareness, knowledge is wealth. If you gain and share this in the streets, in the burbs, anywhere that we can be heard. It's about that time to elevate your mind through the beat. Sister Speak, come and eat a spiritual treat. It's about that time to stimulate your mind. Feel the beat, sister speak, come and eat a spiritual treat. Welcome, my brothers and my sisters, to the Sister Speak Show. You are listening on demand to the search effort. My brothers and sisters, I am your host, creator and producer of the Sister Speak Show, Ayana Kingdom Child Recordings is executive producer of the Sister Speak Show. My brothers and sisters, I'm so excited about you listening on demand to this episode. We have a wonderful Wonderful short episode of the Sister Speak show for you, but it is jam-packed with some good information for you, my brothers and sisters. Today, my brothers and sisters, you are going to be listening to Dorothy and the Crooked Brick Road. The Dorothy Williams stories, my brothers and sisters. I'm so excited about that. But let me explain to all of my first-time listeners. First of all, welcome to the Sister Speak show. Welcome back to all of my regular listeners. You are listening to a six-segment podcast that is syndicated on Amazon Alexa. I'm so excited about that. On all six segments, you can catch special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, as well as live, in, excuse me, as well as live on location reports, the special guests who will be on the Sister Speak Show are dynamic, and they are impacting the communities with their passions. The Sister Speak Show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. We don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak Show, my brothers and my sisters. I'm so excited that you are joining in with us, my brothers and sisters. So before we get off into today's episode, please come back as soon as I come back. Don't go anywhere now. I just want you to be here when I get back after this commercial break. Thank you. The Speak Show is even easier now with the new abilities available from Spreaker Skill on Amazon Alexa. With Spreaker on Alexa, you can now listen to the Sister Speak Show from even more places from all around the world. You also have navigation control. Fast forward and rewind podcast to make sure you never miss a second of your favorite show. And then you can ask for show recommendations like the Sister Speak Show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Welcome back, my brothers and sisters, to the Sister Speak Show. Yes, you are listening live to the Sister Speak Show, and you are listening to the search effort, my brothers and sisters. And I want to say shout out to everybody who's listening to the Sister Speak Show on Amazon Alexa. I'm so excited about that syndication. So shout out to the Netherlands, to Canada, to Jamaica, to Australia, to Mexico, to the Philippines, to the United Kingdom. Thank you all for listening to the Sister Speak Show. I'm so excited. And uh, just in case you all don't know what the search effort is about, about. Here's a little clip that can kind of, you know, for all of my first time listeners, catch you up to date on what we do. 
the search effort, local, national, international attention to those who have gone missing in our communities, cold cases in our communities, stories from survivors, special guest interviews. We want you to be on the Sister Speak show. Are you a survivor of a stalking, a kidnapping? Do you have a missing loved one? Contact the Sister Speak show at SGTPGW or at SisterGoodThing.com. Airing January 2018, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to the Sister Speak show. You are listening to the search effort. That's right, local, national, and international attention to those who have gone missing in our communities, my brothers and sisters. It is so important that the Sister Speak show... Uh, would join the crusade for those who know how important it is to provide as many media outlets as we can for those who have gone missing in our communities, you know, cold cases, as well as, you know, special guest interviews with coroners and homicide detectives and investigators and, you know, just those who work in that area. I'm very intrigued with mystery. I like to solve things. I would consider myself to be somewhat of a sleuth, excuse me, a sleuth. So this show is really for those who are interested in like, you know, For My Man and Fatal Attraction and Dateline ID and those type of shows that really highlight uh, what goes on in communities as far as trauma is concerned and tragic situations. Not highlighting as if, oh, this is a positive thing, but you know, it is, it's a fact that these are realities. And the thing about it is that there are some cases that don't ever get solved, but with the search effort and other platforms such as the search effort, we can help those statistics of cold cases that do get solved increase. And so, you know, we also highlight that we... There's a website called blackandmissing.org where you can click on there and just go on there and browse and look at all the cold cases and those who have gone missing, you know, in it all over. And the successful part about this particular organization is that they have reunited people with missing loved ones. So we give a round of applause to them for all of what they are doing to support the communities and to reunite loved ones. It's nothing like having a loved one go missing and we don't want to be insensitive to that because, my brothers and sisters, it can happen to us. We could be the victim of a stalking or a kidnapping. We could end up having a, a loved one who is murdered and, and, and they have not caught the killer and we would want you know, them to put, the, the detectives to put as much effort as they can into solving the case. You know, you've seen the first 48, you know, they say that after the first 48, the case goes cold, but we do serve a God that sits high and look low and uh, with with prayer and much effort we can reunite those who have gone missing and we just want you to be sober and vigilant because you never know who's walking by you that could possibly be on this website that you know it's posted on there and so you just want to look at the date that somebody's gone missing when they were last seen what they last had on and sometimes people you know there are humans that have been kidnapped as a young as a young child and so they have photos that have enhanced how they would look now just to kind of help with the effort so we just want to bring like I said local national and international attention to those who have gone missing in our communities and I thank you my brothers and sisters for being so wise so intelligent so sober and so vigilant when it comes to your community because you are part of the village whether you like it or not you are responsible whether you like it or not you don't want to be a village idiot there's nothing like being an idiot and there's nothing like being an idiot in a village you know we want you to be conducive to the environments that we are supposed to be living in and we have to create these environments by understanding that we are responsible for our actions our behaviors and that when we do sin that these situations do come up where we have to deal with murder and where we have to deal with you know kidnappings and stalkings and cold cases just so many different things and, you know, violent behaviors. So we cover a a realm of different topics on here from domestic violence to, you know, a 
uh, sessions, kidnapping, you know, highlighting a past, present, you know, documentaries of uh, brothers and sisters who have decided to take a dysfunctional route in their behavior and create, uh, commit, excuse me, heinous crimes and just, you know, trying to get an insight into the mind of someone who does what they do when it comes to making a choice to take someone's life or to kidnap or just to create harm and to create an environment that is not safe for someone. So that's why tonight we're going to be focusing on Dorothy Williams, the Dorothy Williams story. It's not a long documentary, but you know, one thing that I have learned, my brothers and sisters, uh, I know BBD taught us never to trust the big button a smile. However, don't trust the Dorothy Williams and a smile, my brothers and sisters. It is so interesting how, you know, people befriend you, how people can change when money is involved, how people can change after the death of a loved one. I can, you know, family members who try to betray you, try to uh, slander your name and create harm for you. To, to gain access to money. You know, family can be very evil. And I, I don't even like to apply that term loosely. Family is a can be applied loosely just like the word love can. Because I've met strangers who can treat you far better than any family member ever has. If, I, if you know what I'm talking about, you can just say, I know exactly what you're talking about. So one thing that we have to understand is that when it comes to our senior citizens, they are vulnerable. And you have to watch out for them, you know. Sometimes, excuse me, you have to place them in a nursing home. Sometimes, you know, they don't have children who are willing to come back and look after them. And so they become victim to scams and to people trying to come into their home, befriend them, say that they want to take care of them, but all they want to do is just take their life and gain their assets. So what we're going to focus on tonight is the Dorothy Williams stories, Dorothy and the Crooked Brick Road, my brothers and sisters. So like I said... Uh, if you are a slew, then this this is for you. If you are interested in the minds of those who are dysfunctional and create crimes, this is for you. And not saying that we get off or get a pleasure in this, but these are things that do happen. And so this is about bringing awareness. So if you like to solve mysteries or anything like that, you know, if you're just intrigued by this type of show. And thank you for listening, my brothers and sisters. I hope you're enjoying your ride home. I hope you're enjoying your sit down at home, wherever you are listening to this. I thank you and I appreciate you, my brothers and sisters. So what we're going to do is we're going to get into the Dorothy Williams story. And I know that there are going to, there will be an ad that comes in here. I will definitely, you know, try to silence that for you all, but we're going to go ahead and play this to Dorothy Williams documentary, but I've entitled tonight's segment. Mm. Dorothy and the Crooked Brick Road. Let's go. The most important thing to a predator is prey. Generally, whatever was around is what you take. Separate the victim from the herd. She was becoming more and more sophisticated in, in how she would get them along. And don the perfect disguise. Don't open the door unless you know who's on the other side. Chicago, in the late 1980s. 34-year-old Dorothy Williams 
is a woman in a long-term relationship with crack cocaine. This was a young woman with trouble from the very beginning. Dorothy was a drug user, a drug addict, and she had been for a very long time. In fact, by the time she was 14, she was using heroin and cocaine. Like many addicts, Dorothy's affliction dominates her life. Her actions and decisions driven by one thing. To get enough money for a fix, that was really all that mattered. It was going off in her head over and over. I need drugs. Dorothy isn't earning any money. She steals to feed her habit. Dorothy hung around the Chicago Housing Authority, which is a place for elderly people. And she would look for somebody that maybe she could victimize for money. Dorothy picked her victims very carefully. Not unlike a predator that moves around the outside of the herd, looking for someone weak, looking for someone helpless, looking for someone that wouldn't put up a fight. She tried to set up a situation where she was alone with someone that was helpless. Many elderly adults oh, live alone. Come around. Sometimes she would pose as a nurse. She would go to somebody's home and say that the county sent me and I'm here to help you. But really what she was doing was trying to get inside the house. Give me your money. Dorothy moves from apartment to apartment, robbing the elderly. Dorothy was... A very strong woman. <laughs> These were all folks, you know, well into their 70s or 80s. Rather slight, frail, uh, elderly senior citizens. Not much match for Dorothy Williams. Another victim. Another fix. Robbery isn't Dorothy's only illegal means of getting cash. She was um, selling herself for money. I believe that uh, Dorothy was working as a prostitute in senior buildings. In 1987, Dorothy visits a regular customer, Lonnie Laws. Lonnie was 79 years old. She was trying to get him to pay her some money, and they had an altercation. Lonnie refuses to give Dorothy extra cash. She takes intimidation one step further. She became enraged. She took his belt and actually strangled a 79-year-old for the $50. she strangled him, she goes through the house again looking for whatever she can get um, that she could sell or that she could keep for herself. Dorothy has a total disregard for other humans. She treats them like garbage. She would do anything for money. Robbery, burglary, prostitution, and finally, murder. 
Lonnie Laws dies for little more than loose change. He was ready, willing, and able to kill if somebody resisted sufficiently to keep... She wanted. A year later, the murder remains unsolved. Sixty-four-year-old Caesar Zuell has no idea he is keeping company with a dangerous woman until he refuses to give Dorothy money. When he didn't pay, she and he got into a scuffle there in his apartment. He was trying to save his own life when he pulled out a pocket knife. Get away from me! I'm paying you nothing. grabbed that knife and stabbed him to death. She was out to get all the money that she needed, and if you got in her way, you were dead. Again, the cash rewards for murder are small. To Dorothy, it doesn't matter. One thing that tells me that Dorothy really liked killing people was some of her targets were very, very elderly people. She could have controlled them with a threat, a push. But she chose to really hurt them. Two elderly gentlemen are dead. Dorothy is becoming a monster. Chicago, Illinois, 1989. To fuel a drug addiction, 34-year-old Dorothy Williams starts stealing from, then murdering, the elderly. In the animal world, predators stalk the young, the weak, and the elderly. And Dorothy Williams was no different. Dorothy is a predator with abundant prey. The most vulnerable people that she could find were in some of these senior public housing projects where she could get access, get inside, and take advantage of people. July 25th is a day like any other for Mary Harris and her daughter, Mary Ann. Marion had spent about four or five hours with Mary earlier in the day, attempting to, you know, just help out around the house uh, and spending time with her mother. Mary Harris was just a sweet little old lady. She was 97 years old. Mary Ann leaves. She has no idea her mom is being stalked. A lot of killers gain entry to their victims' homes because they knocked on the door and pretended to be friendly and helpful. Don't open the door for anyone you don't know. Period. 
suspicious when charming Dorothy offers to run an errand. Mary asked her to go to the store and get some milk. She put $2 down on the table. And as she did that, Dorothy noticed a stereo system that she knew she could sell for money to beat her drug habit. So the next thing that happened was she and Mary got into a tussle. Mary was wearing a, a scarf uh, around her head. She pulled it down over her head and neck and started to choke her with her scarf that she was wearing. Dorothy has abundant strength to simply subdue the feeble woman and walk away with the spoils. But she chooses to subdue her victim forever. A long life stolen at the hand of a thief. Mary Harris was survived to age 97 in good health, had a, a daughter that she loved, and that she made it all those years. And, and Dorothy, you know, Dorothy ended it. Without Dorothy, she would have lived to be 100. I think there's a special place in for people who prey on the elderly. There just is. Hunting for money or anything she can sell, Dorothy loots the dead woman's home. And she ransacked that house. She opened every drawer, turned things out, and left with a stereo and the two dollars. That's what the value of the human life. Dorothy has already gotten away with two murders and has become complacent. She leaves Mary's apartment in full view of a neighbor. He saw Dorothy Williams, who he knew did not belong in the building, walking out of the building carrying a box. He kind of was curious. Why was she coming out of Mary's apartment? Where was she going and what did she have in that box? Mary's body is discovered later that night. Other witnesses start coming forward with a detailed description of Dorothy. So the word is out. People are trying to find Dorothy. Where did she go? What did she have to do in terms of Mary's death? And this witness saw her at a bus stop. She had dyed her hair, and she was wearing glasses. She obviously was trying to change her appearance to get away from what she had done. Excuse me. But she can't run away from the forensics. Her fingerprints are all over Mary's apartment. Confronted with the evidence, Dorothy confesses. Investigators dig deeper. It was by, you know, learning that she had done this that, they, that someone realized, my God, let's check some of these other cases. Is it possible she's done this before? And that's when they discovered her fingerprints on the scene of both the homicide of Lonnie Laws and the homicide of Caesar well. Two more sets of fingerprints lead to two more confessions. On April 18, 1991, Dorothy Williams is sentenced to death for the murder of Mary Harris and two life sentences for killing Lonnie Laws and Caesar Zuell. Dorothy is currently serving her term at the Dwight Correctional Center. 
a few years ago, her death sentence was uh, commuted to a life sentence. Many believe it was the illicit drugs that caused the death of these three innocent victims. Dorothy didn't see frail elderly people. She just saw her next fix. I don't think Dorothy cared who she killed, whose grandmother it was. It was just somebody that was in the way of what she wanted, which was that money. Dorothy Williams is a serial killer. Plain and simple. If she hadn't been stopped after three murders, who knows how high the body count would be. She needs to spend the rest of her life in prison. She is exactly where she needs to be. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening to the Dorothy Williams documentary. You are listening to The Search Effort, Dorothy and the Crooked Brick Road, my brothers and sisters. I'd like to cite my source that this particular clip was brought to you off of the page entitled Female Killers. And this, and this clip originated from Dateline ID. Always must cite your sources, my brothers and my sisters. So a few things that I wanted to point out to you that are very crucial, you know, when it comes to the elderly and when it comes to impulse and things like that. And then we're going to go ahead and, you know, wrap everything up, you know, but I just wanted to say to you that Dorothy Williams, she was a predator and it can happen to anybody, you know, it can, it can happen to anybody, but listen, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Available from Spreaker Skill on Amazon Alexa. With Spreaker on Alexa, you can now listen to the Sister Speak show from even more places from all around the world. You also have navigation control. Fast forward and rewind podcast to make sure you never miss a second of your favorite show. And then you can ask for show recommendations like the Sister Speak show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Thank you for listening to the Search Effort on the Sister Speak Show. My brothers and sisters, we are back and you are listening on demand to the Sister Speak Show. I'm so excited about everything that we have going on with the Sister Speak Show. But first thing I just wanted to say to you all is if you have um, somebody in your family who is older, you know, if you have a parent who is, you know, much older and things like that, you know, check on them. Make sure you can help them and, you know, just keep them aware. Do do certain things that you can do to ensure their safety. One thing that I recommend is getting the ring. Uh, that is where, you know, you put a box over your doorbell, which has a video camera and you have these other equipments that come with it and it allows you, you have the app and it allows you to see who's ringing your doorbell. And that can help, especially, you know, with an elderly, because I know I, I plan on getting one because I want to be able to see who's coming to the door. Not only for that reason, just for other reasons, because you come here, you're going to catch that heat. It's real because in Texas, Texas, you hey, you can you can carry life is to carry. So anyway, brothers and sisters, um, one thing that I wanted to say to you is that you have to be very careful. The people who come into your face always smiling. The people who are always in your face that that pop out of nowhere. You have to be able to know when you have encountered a witch and a warlock, a demon. Okay, um, 
Dorothy Williams chose to be a vessel for a demon and she would stop at nothing to get her fix. And her impulses were murderer, were murderous. You know, her she had homicidal impulses that she acted upon and she preyed on who she thought was the weak. When in, in when actuality she was the one who was weak because she was a predator. People who prey on people are weak. But you know, when you have senior citizens having to live in these homes and these developments and these nursing assisted, you know, these assisted living facilities, you know, you never know what can happen to them. And you always have people who are knocking on the door and, you know, perusing the neighborhood and they always, you know, scout, you know, <clears throat> scouting the neighborhood to see what's going on and who's doing this and who's doing that. And, you know, just try to get a feel for the neighborhood. And sometimes they can scout a victim and they will try to, you know, kick down the doors or, you know, uh, come to the door with a scam. They always try to call. They always want to try to call the elderly with tax scams and things of that nature. So you just have to be sober and vigilant. And and the sad part about it is that sometimes our elderly uh, brothers and sisters, they, they are not as sober and vigilant as they used to be, and they don't have somebody to look out for them. And so they do become victims. And so what we want to do is that even though we may not be able to be with them in, in physically, that we can always pray for them because prayer does change things. Little prayer, little power, no prayer, no prowl, much prayer, much power. So, you know, we are not, we are without excuse when it comes to our elderly. And then another thing is that we have to be able to have respect for uh, human life. You know, a lot of people have no regard for human life. And then that's where the discrepancies come in. And that's where the murders happen and the robberies and the infidelities and the adulteries and the stockings and the kidnappings and the obsessions and all of these type of things. And even, even look, even the lack of even caring that these things are even going on. There are people who are apathetic. They don't care. But then you do have a group of people that are empathetic, like the Sister Speak show and the other platforms who are dedicated towards bringing awareness to what's going on in our communities. Brothers and sisters, look, we cannot take advantage of people who we see to be weaker than we are. We don't want to end up like Dorothy. Now, even though, look, her death sentence was, you know, changed. And so now she's just going to be serving a full life sentence with two, two consecutive life sentences. What? Regeneration? What? Like, what's going on here? You know, it it, it it makes no sense to do something so temporary that will get you into eternal trouble. Okay? And the thing about it is there are some people who have done these things that have not gotten caught. So you think, but God is watching. So we have to be mindful of these things. Okay? We have to be mindful that our elderly brothers and sisters may not be as quick on their feet as they used to be. And we also want to take the time out to thank all of you all who do look after your elderly parents, whether they're both of them or just one of them. Okay, I know what that is. That is a heavy cross to carry, but you have to carry it. And so you want to do everything that you can do to protect your your parent. That's what I do. Okay, I don't play when it comes to that. I want to make sure that everything is locked and, and everything is tight when it comes to my parent. Because I don't play that. I don't play with scams. I don't play with family members trying to come for anything. Nothing. It has been a war and God has won. I don't play that. I know firsthand what it is to watch your own kin, your own family members become very evil and wicked when it comes to the death of a loved one. When it comes to the elderly, I've seen it. Okay? And I don't play that. I don't play that. And you shouldn't either. Don't ever be too afraid of your family members to stand up for what's right and to, and to put them in their place, no matter how much older they are, no matter what. And I'm not saying going around and being disrespectful, but there, there comes a time where you have to establish your line, your boundary. 
Like Cat Williams said, no Taco Bell, no. <laughs> no wicked demon, no. It's not happening this way, and it shouldn't happen any other way. We have a responsibility for the village. So if you live in a neighborhood where you see the elderly, look out for them, introduce yourself to them, but don't come up there with that Dorothy Williams smile. Come in there with a pure heart, you know. You know, look out for your brothers and sisters, you know. Just be mindful of them when they're on the road, when they're in the line. You know, we don't know what it is to be old, but one day, if it's God's grace, we will enter into the elderly life. Where we are senior citizens, where we're not old, we're gold, right? So the golden years, if it's God's will, we will approach and we want somebody to be kind to us. We want somebody to look after us and we don't want anybody preying on us. And, and, and another thing I want to touch on to all the nursing home facilities, all of you ones who are getting shut down by adult protective services, all of you caregivers who are taking advantage of the elderly, physical abuse, verbal abuse, any type of abuse, where you are wicked, where you are rude, where you are trying to kill them because you want what they have. I rebuke you in the name of the most high God and his son, the Christ right now. And I plead the blood of Jesus over all of the elderly who have been put into a nursing home. And I plead the blood of Jesus over the ones who have been sent to look after them who are earthly angels. May you be sober, may you be vigilant, and may you be warriors. Check up on those nursing homes. Make sure that they're not treating your mother and father or, or your auntie or your grandmother any old type of way. Make sure they're getting the proper care that they're supposed to get. Make sure there's no bruises and they're not sitting in their urine and in their feces and that they're being um, mistreated when it comes to you know not being fed. Make sure that they're not malnourished. Make sure that they're getting everything that they're supposed to get because you know there is Medicare and there is Medicaid and there is money that is put into these facilities and there are a lot of them that are getting shut down because y'all are just out of pocket. Make sure that your staff isn't sitting around texting all day long and texting all night long, not caring to their business when it comes to the nursing facilities that they work in. Shout out. Bad attitudes. I'm serious about this. If you work in a nursing home, you spend all that time trying to get your degree. You sat there and decided to go for that interview, begged and pleaded for God to get you that job. And now you're sitting there on your, mm, and you're not doing your job. May the Lord remove you from your job or may you get it together. Whichever one comes first. May you be exposed so you can be corrected. I'm serious about this. Dorothy Williams was out of line. And there are several Dorothy Williams. Several. We've got to do a better job, brothers and sisters, in our communities. We have to value life. We have to value our own life and other people's lives. We must make sure that we think twice, three times, four times, five times before we exact on our anger, before we exact on our impulses. May the strongholds of addictions be removed. May we understand that we are wretch undone. May we understand that we are filthy. May we understand that we are sinners and that we need help and we need deliverance. There are some things that God can deliver. There are things that God is able to deliver us from all things, all things. Okay. Whether it's instantly or gradually, but then there is your part where it's called walking around the wall and shouting on the seventh day. Faith without works is dead. May the truth continue to hit you until you change. May you continue to be haunted in your dreams until you change. Oh yeah, he'll visit you in your dreams, brothers and sisters. Okay? Because we want the best for you. We need the village to be sober and vigilant. We need the vigilant. We need the so the village to be aware. We need the village to be kind. We need the village to be strong. We need the village to be wise. We need the village to repent. I'm tired of this mess. Look, y'all.
we've got to repent. Shout out to everybody who decided to get together and go see Black Panther. Oh, we're going to all dress up in our garments and we're going to go and we're going to support. You know, I'm all for the fact that I can see that my brothers and sisters know how to unify. Okay, I see that. But you're particular in your unifications. Why can't we all come together and pray and repent? Why can't we all get together and do that so we can see the miracles occur in our villages, in our tribes? Why can't we do that? I'm not hating on the movie. I'm not hating on the fact that y'all got up and got dressed and decked out to go do what you did. Shout out. But what up? What's up with, with us coming together when, hey, around 12 o'clock for the matinee, for uh, uh, have our own 12 o'clock matinee where we all get together and we hold hands and we pray and watch some things change. I'm not talking about no cliche, gimmicky, gimme, 1999 miracle water stuff. I'm talking about real, real solutions for the situations so we don't have to deal with our brothers and our sisters killing one another. So we don't have to deal with our brothers and sisters being strung out. So we don't have to deal with the addictions that lead to the murders. So we don't have to deal with the the violence. So we don't have to deal with weak minds taking advantage of weak people. Oh, brothers and sisters, on the search effort today, I thank you for listening to Dorothy, The Crooked Brick Road. You can listen to the Sisters Speak show and all of its six segments. We are a six-segment podcast that consists of the platform, coming to the stage, the search effort, the culture climate, the tour, and the laugh line, my brothers and my sisters. On the search effort, excuse me, on the Sisters Speak show, you can catch special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports, my brothers and sisters. The special guests who will be on the Sisters Speak show are dynamic and impacting the communities with their passions. The Sisters Speak show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be no reckless entertainment my brothers and sisters just responsible listening nourishment we don't go we don't go dumb we go wisdom on the sister speak show we are about making the known known my brothers and my sisters the sister speak show where contemporary meets vision sound and action a talk show for great minds that create inspire and evolve sister spiritual inspiration shared through the arts spiritual inspiration shared through ayana It has been my pleasure speaking with you on demand all the way from Dallas, Texas, my brothers and my sisters. No matter what time you are listening to this particular show, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I hope you are continuing to pray. I hope you are continuing to hold on. I hope that you are encouraged and not discouraged. I hope that you know that you are more than a conqueror. I hope you know that victory is a part of your journey. I hope you know that the mountains that are before you are meant to climb and that the valleys are before you are meant for you to walk. Yea, though, yea, though, yea, though. Praise the Lord for being a great shepherd, my brothers and my sisters. I just want you to understand this. The Sister Speak Show is here for you. If you are interested in being a guest on the Sister Speak Show on any of the segments, please DM me at SGTPGW and you can also contact me at SisterGoodThing.com. Go to the contact page to where we have inquiries and we will correspond with you. We would love to converse with you. We would love to hear your story. You are important and we would love to share you on an international podcast that is syndicated on Amazon Alexa. My brothers and my sisters, until we speak again, you be blessed, you be encouraged, and I'm out of here. Take care.